This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. So Kiev is bracing for an attack, and the world is praying for Kiev. There are anti-war protests around the world. Let me show you some. The world is shouting slogans against Russia. The loudest of these voices can be heard in Russia. People have taken to the streets. They're protesting against the war and the warmonger. People want countries to come together. They want countries to do more, to do all they can and stop the war. But are our world leaders listening? Are they doing enough? Let's look at how leaders are responding to Russian aggression. When Russia recognized Donbass, the West slapped sanctions. Now Russia has invaded Ukraine, gone way beyond Donbass, killed civilians, captured Chernobyl, separated families. As we speak, Russian troops are advancing towards Kiev. You know what the US president is doing about all of this? still slapping sanctions. Joe Biden says this time he's sanctioning Russian banks, cutting off their assets, even hurting the Russian economy. Would you believe it? We will limit Russia's ability to do business in dollars, euros, pounds, and yen to be part of the global economy. We'll limit their ability to do that. We're going to stunt the ability of, to finance and grow Rus the, the Russian military. This is a premeditated attack. Vladimir Putin has been planning this for months, as we've been saying all along. Let me repeat what I've been saying for weeks now. Sanctions do not work. And since the U.S. knew about this invasion, could it have done more to stop it? Remember, they promised to walk the extra mile. Three weeks back, the West was talking about moving mountains, leaving no stone unturned, and doing everything they could to protect Ukraine. This is what Joe Biden said at the beginning of this month. Invading Ukraine will prove to be a self-inflicted wound. The United States and our allies and partners will respond decisively. The West is united and galvanized. Today, our NATO allies and the alliance is as unified and determined as it has ever been. 
Hollow words then, hollow words now. Ukraine has been invaded and Biden's only weapon is still sanctions. It's a blunt weapon. It hasn't even touched the Russian energy sector, let alone the Russian president. In a way, Putin has called Biden's bluff on Ukraine. A journalist recently asked Biden if he'd underestimated the Russian president. Biden had no answer. Listen to what he said. Did you underestimate Putin? He has much larger ambitions in Ukraine. He wants to, in fact, reestablish the former Soviet Union. There's another issue, and we will talk about it tonight. But for the moment, let's stick to what the West is planning to do about the marching Russian troops. Are world leaders doing enough to help Ukraine? If Biden could just step out of the White House, he would hear the answer to this question. These are protests right outside the White House. And just to be fair, Joe Biden is not the only world leader who made powerful speeches and then dodged. French President Emmanuel Macron is acing this tactic. Here's what he said a few weeks ago. Et nous allons continuer d'agir dans les semaines qui viennent. The peace and stability of the European continent are treasured by us, and we believe our duty is to do whatever is in our power to preserve it. Européens sont notre trésor. Well, I have news for President Macron. Europe's peace and stability have both been bombed by Russian jets. So now, will he do everything in his power to restore peace? What does he propose to do? Les sanctions portées à la Russie seront à la hauteur. Sanctions against Russia will be proportionate with the aggression it is guilty of. How do these leaders plan to weigh sanctions against human lives? The scales will never add up. You can't compensate for war crimes with money. But they're all playing the same broken record. Here's British Prime Minister Boris Johnson. Today. In concert with our allies, we will agree a massive package of economic sanctions designed in time to hobble the Russian economy. And to that end, we must also collectively cease the dependence on Russian oil and gas that for too long has given Putin his grip on Western politics. Russia has attacked a country and Johnson's best response is we will try to end our dependence on Russian oil. Just last week, the same man, the British Prime Minister, was resolute and ready to punish Russia. This is what he said at the Munich Security Conference. But if dialogue fails, and if Russia chooses to use violence against an innocent and peaceful population in Ukraine, and to disregard the norms of civilized behavior between states, and to disregard the Charter of the United Nations, then we at this conference should be in no doubt that it is in our collective interest that Russia should ultimately fail and be seen to fail. What, if I may ask, is Johnson doing to ensure that Russia fails in this war? His sanctions clearly are not enough. And I'm not the only one saying this. The leader, in fact, the only leader standing up to Russia at this point is saying this. This morning we are defending our state alone, as we did yesterday. The world's most powerful forces are watching from afar. Did yesterday's sanctions convince Russia? We can hear that in our sky 
and see it on our earth, that this is clearly not enough. Zelensky says he is defending his country alone. The West had promised to stand with Ukraine. Biden had sold himself as the leader who could handle a global crisis. Macron had projected himself as the de facto leader of Europe, one who could save the continent from a war. When time came to rise to the occasion, these leaders hid behind hollow words.